You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. Are you ready for episode 369 of Geeky Show Ever? I am ready. Okay. I understand that you're going to be quizzing me. I am. Okay. I don't know exactly what yet, but I think I'm going to have lots of questions. Put okay. Have at it. Well, what was your first concert that you ever attended? We're, we're talking about uh, you're attending concerts and live shows is kind of what, what the theme of this episode is about, oh, right? Oh, boy. Let me think. I, You know, I honestly don't remember. My mother would not let me go to concerts when I was in high school. Oh, really? Well, so that was my next question. How old were you when you first started? Well, here's the thing. We lived in the city, not New York City, but we lived in a city. And we were only a few miles away from a concert venue that held about, I don't know, how many, about 2,800 people. I still go to concerts there now and then. And I remember in 10th or 11th grade, Kiss was coming. And I'm like, I want to go see Kiss. You know, there's like 10 of us going. And some parents volunteered to drive us to the show and pick us up afterwards. So it wasn't like I was going by Man. myself or just with one other person. It was Those big, were the days. It was a big group <laughs> of us that were going to go. And she's like, rah, 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 rah. you know, that was my mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going there. I mean, she used, she used to say to me when I would listen to uh, Rolling Stones albums, You're paying for their drugs. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> And my response was always the same, which always got me in trouble. I'm like, yeah, Mick Jagger's saying, thanks, Elisa. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hilarious. So, well, let me back, let's back up for a second. So what got you so interested in attending so many live concerts anyway? I mean, you're a music, a music nut, I guess I would say. You, you collected know. a lot of records. Like what was your first foray into collecting records? Who, who in your family exposed you to no music one. Who, who, no what? one no you just kind of picked it up yeah, like it was one of the, not your siblings no, your, well, I'm your the oldest. Mom, dad, uncles I'm the oldest. so no um any family members who play a, no. uh, a musical nope. instrument nope 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 did you grow up with like a piano or a <laughs> no, guitar no 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 no, music, no 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 wait so wait, you're telling me no musical instruments nope. in your home nope <laughs> nope nothing how do you even live <laughs> we well, maybe that's what drove you to go to, to see live shows. When you I was hearing it, how old and was I twelve? Maybe I was twelve. Mm-hmm. My father bought me a record player, not a stereo, okay. a record player, the uh-huh. kind that you and not a Victrola. <laughs> you know, you you lift the lid, you know, and you right. put your record on, and you pick up yeah. the. I had a Fisher up, Price one. <laughs> you know, you pick up the arm, you know, and mm-hmm. put it down, and the albums yep. that he bought to go with it. I'm I'm thinking even back then I'm thinking I'm 12. This is what you're buying me. One of them huh. was Connie Francis sings Jewish favorites. <laughs> I'm like, are you out of? I mean, back then I'm thinking, are you out of your mind? Like, why would you buy this for a 12 year old? One was like 101 strings, which was classical music. I think when I was 12, it was Donnie and Marie Osmond. But I mean, that makes more sense. <laughs> One of yep. the albums was Fifth Dimension. I mean, even uh, my neighbors, my old. And were Jew- these full? These were full on records, or were they forty five albums, full albums? Okay. And even my neighbors that lived down the street, who were like surrogate grandparents to us, they bought me Paul McCartney. Hey, they're now we're talking. The, yeah, they bought me 
Oh God, I think they got me. Sgt. Pepper's Only Heart Club Band by the Beatles. Oh, wow. Paul McCartney, Ram. And Ram is one of my favorite albums of all times. Oh. You know, it's like, huh. they got me something cool. You know? Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. My father, you know, gets me. <laughs> Connie Francis sings Jewish favorites. I'm like, oh my God. So, so your father liked it. He my got father, it because he liked my it. My father went through phases. He would listen to opera. There was a record player in the living room, and sometimes he'd listen to opera. We'd all leave the that house. That was my next question. We'd all so leave the house when he listened to opera. <laughs> so you had like a family room or like a, a area room. where there was the stereo living. equipment? Because I remember growing up with, you know, we my mom had, I, I guess it was something that was like the first piece of furniture she bought or maybe somebody gave it to her. I know it was a very special to her, but we had this huge, huge cabinet yeah you know i know what what i mean like it was about. furniture and uh, she still has it to this day it's still in her home i have very fond memories of it i think i might i think i might like to have that someday actually but it had a really heavy lid yeah you know, i know, I know what and, you're talking about and big speakers and and the cover i mean it's, it's beautiful it's really beautiful the cover has like this kind of a felt design mm-hmm. on the front of it and you lift up this really heavy lid and that's where the record player is and then all of the albums are kind of tucked neatly on the left and the right. There's not a lot of storage for the albums, but I can tell you it was filled with with Elvis. So that's that's what I grew up listening to. Okay, but again, but we had sense. it was like the family the family record player, the family stereo, I guess if you will. Oh, no. I mean this, even television sets were huge back then. They were big this consoles. Was my you know? father's. Do not mm-hmm. touch. You have to uh-huh, my okay. father, you'd get it. Oh yeah, so yeah, I wasn't was allowed opera. to touch the either. Then he went through his classical yeah. music stage. Then he went through uh-huh. his country music stage, and then all of a sudden it was gone. Huh. So really, that's that's the way he is. And my the mother, record player and just my, like yeah, went away. And my mother didn't care. My mother ha- oh. regretted it later in life, and she said, "Oh, I had all these singles from the you know the forty fives from the nineteen fifties," and she threw them all away. So my oh, mother, no. like they never, there was never music in my house. There was nothing that. Mm. Then mm. in seventh seventh or eighth grade. When we would eat breakfast in the morning before we went to school, there was an AM radio we had on top of the refrigerator. And uh-huh. we didn't watch TV in the morning, even though like you could see the TV from the dining room table. And I don't know if they had Good Morning America and Today's show. I don't know if those types of shows were on back then. But for whatever reason, the TV was off. So I would turn on the local radio station, which is now an oldie station. But back then was playing current 1970s music. Yeah, yeah. Of uh-huh. course, oldies right. is now 1990s on that station. Right, exactly. It breaks my heart. Uh-huh. And I love the morning. I'm younger DJ. than you. Know, I'm even going through that. So yeah, yeah I, I love you. the morning DJ, and you you could win records. And one of the contests they had before schools. I'm eating my cereal. Was if you name the seven dwarfs, you would win the 45 of the night the lights went out in Georgia. And I go run into the phone, and of course you have the phone with a cord, right, and a dial, (laughs) and a dial. So I'm dialing the number, and I finally got through, and I named all the seven dwarves, and I won this this 45. (laughs) Oh my god! I I think the entire junior high school was listening to the radio at the same time because they heard me. And you got to school, you were the talk of the school. Yes, they busted my butt. Funny. Name the dwarves, Elisa. I couldn't do oh. it now, but I'm like, hey, I won. Aww. You didn't, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> so I got that. And that was oh, really my like my first introduction to, hey, this music thing is cool. Yeah. Because when I was little, I didn't care. I like, like, I didn't know anything. I knew nothing about music. It wasn't really modeled for you, it sounds like. Yeah. So it's like, it's just a, something that I discovered and I liked. The first mm-hmm. 45 that I bought on my own is, believe it or not, Macy's used to have a record department. 
Oh, I, yeah, I think I vaguely remember that. So we had gone to Macy. I think I think it was Macy's. And I had 64 pennies saved up from my allowance. Mm. And I bought Your mm. Sauvain by Carly Simon. Oh, cannot stand. You still have it? I do. Cannot stand oh. that song right now. But that was the first single that I bought. I have yeah. every album I ever bought, every single I ever bought. I still have yeah. them. I still have, and talk about radio shows, the first record that I won from from a contest like that, I, I forget what the criteria was. I Oh, I think it was they would play a song backwards, and if you could identify yeah. it, mm-hmm. you were the first caller. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what it was. And it, was, uh, it wasn't anything, you know, like super old or anything, but I think it was popular at the time because it was a movie that had come out, but it was Tequila Sunrise. And the reason I liked it is because I like the Eagles. Yeah. So, and it had Don Henley on it. So, yeah, that was the, the first like record that I that I won that, that I and I still have it. <laughs> well, I ended up getting blacklisted on the radio station, a different <laughs> pop radio station, because every weekend what? from Friday at four o'clock till Sunday at midnight would be this is Rolling Stones weekend. This is David Bowie weekend. This is the Eagles weekend uh-huh. or whatever. And they would play uh-huh. all those different songs from that particular artist and then at once an hour you could call in to win an album from that artist and it turned out to be down the street was a major record store Uh and what they did is you'd go to the radio station you pick up your certificate and it would say you can get so say it was rolling stones weekend you'd pick up a certificate that entitled you to any rolling stones album you wanted at that record store that was under the g category which was pricing because it used to be you go into the record store and you'd look up at the ceiling, there's something would be hanging down saying, and you know, F category was two ninety nine and G category was three ninety nine and you know, so on and so forth. So they would just put the letters on the on the plastic outside the album to tell you what the price was instead of marking it three ninety nine, four ninety nine, whatever. So I got so many albums and it got to the point <laughs> where they said, You can't call anymore. The the secretary I used to call her, I'd say, I forget what her name was, but I'd say, hi, it's Elisa. And she'd go, you need to stop winning. They started looking into oh, seeing if God. I had a relationship, Definitely. not like, you know, like some sort yeah. of relationship with the DJs. Because like, I said, no, I just happened to be able to get their through. their niece or, yeah. you know, no, oh, I, I just happened funny. to be able to get through. I've won oh money. God. I've won, yeah. I won a, I've won like a cross pen. I won makeup. I've won, um. You have like super phone dialing skills. You must have had like just the knack to get through that that phone dial, the rotary dial. You yeah, know, just yeah. During- and, and I just happened to win, which was was. Did great. you have one phone in the household, or did you have like an upstairs phone and a downstairs phone? At or? one point, we had three because we had one in the <laughs> kitchen, one in my parents' bedroom, and then we had one in my room, in my mm-hmm. bedroom. One, mm-hmm. Once I got to be a little bit older. So I'd be yeah. like listening to the radio and my hand on the phone. Mm-hmm. And, I'd be, and sometimes if I knew it was coming, I would dial, but not hit the last number. So I'd put in. I was going to say, that's what I was fishing for. You You must have had some kind of technique. Yeah, like for now, how to work I don't know rotary. about this with the rest of the country, uh-huh. but a few years ago around here, so you had to start entering area code. You could, it used to be you just yeah. put in the seven numbers. Now you yeah. have to do the full 10 numbers. Well, back then you just did the seven. So I'd put in the six numbers and then wait. And then as soon as it said, be caller number, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then. That's when I'd hit the Just next. as you said that, I can still remember my childhood seven-digit phone number from when I was a kid, like my very first phone number. I'm not going to say what it was in case somebody has it. but And they didn't have redial back then. So it's not like, you yeah, know, once, right. once we got push-button right. phones, that was like a game changer because right. then I could just uh-huh. do click, redial, click, redial, uh-huh. click, redial. So that that was 
Yes, I won a lot that's of funny. albums that way. Mm. Uh, but so that's way. how you started your collection, you'd say, by winning them. And then mm. my, the woman who used to babysit us, her parents lived two doors away from us. She married a man who, I believe he worked for the state by day, but on the weekends he was a DJ at mm-hmm. above-mentioned radio station. Mm-hmm. So one time he said to me, he goes, oh, Elise, I heard you on the radio. You were just so close to winning the $500 jackpot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, wow. It, it, I ended up winning $85. And my mother said, that's So cool. that was my next question. So how did you pay for all these albums that you would start buying? So you would. You, I had a, almost, I had almost sounds a little bit like horse betting or I had, something. I had an allowance. I just used my allowance. Yeah. But, yeah. but because he was a DJ, he would give me a bunch of albums. And uh-huh. then someone who lived up the street that I used to babysit for her, his first daughter, connection. he worked for a record distribution company. So uh-huh. he, every time I went over to babysit, he would bring out cartons of albums and he'd say, take whatever you want. Oh, nice. I'd say, okay. I still yeah, want to get cool. paid. But, you know. right. So he, um, he would give those to me. In fact, I saw my cousin. My cousin lives in Long Island and I saw him a few weeks ago and he said that um, he's getting ready to move to another state and he goes i'm getting rid of my albums do you want them i'm like yeah uh, so yeah. now we're just trying to figure out how yeah so he's got what are you gonna build with this album so he's gonna send me a spreadsheet so i can say i don't want this one this uh, one this one because either i don't like you already have it or i already have it so yeah yeah we'll right. do that but we're so, going back to your initial question my first concert my best friend in high school her father worked as a security guard at one of the local venues around here it was just a very tiny venue and that's the only time my mother would let me go to a concert because he would pick me up at the house drive us both uh-huh. up got Sounds us safe. in for free mm-hmm. and then he would bring me home mm-hmm. and we saw i saw frankie valley in the four seasons melissa manchester who i got to interview for the school newspaper Ooh, really we saw oh, wow. Tavares. um i can't remember who else we saw because i don't have all the tickets but i want to say it was maybe 1977 so maybe my junior year of high school, but the first concert I went to on my own, I graduated high school mom. So, you know, yeah, now you're allowed to go. You know, I'm going was uh-huh. the Beach Boys. And uh-huh. then a couple of weeks later, it was Foreigner. Oh, nice. Real quick, before you tell me about that, so it made me think of something. You're talking about your childhood experiences and about the radio. Mm-hmm. Did you say where it was on top of the fridge or something? Yeah, the AM radio, because they didn't have yeah. FM. Right. AM radio so, on top of the refrigerator. That's kind of, so So just to put a geeky spin on it and, you know, past to future, you know, or current situation now, I told you we got the HomePod Mini that you helped me get. Thank yep. you. <laughs> that is part of our morning sequence. So like you said, you don't, the TV wasn't on. That's how it is here. We don't watch TV in the morning, but we do play music and i'm always joking that we're always fighting over it and that that is that is true like we we do we need to establish some kind of rule set that says okay so and so can play three songs and then this person can play three songs or something like that and we just have to kind of i mean it's loud and it fills the whole house with sound for a tiny little thing it's really pretty amazing um but but that's what i'm trying i'm having to get used to it and it's good and bad because you know there'll be songs that lucian's is liking now that most most of the things, most of the stuff that he plays, most of the stuff that both the kids play, I'm pretty proud of. I'm like, yeah, we did parenting right. They like, you know, Phil Collins or, yeah. you know, Foreigner yeah. or Boston or, you know, oh, some of these Boston. good things. 
Yeah, so they have really good taste in music because we did that part right, at least. <laughs> but, of course, they go and they hang out with their friends. And, of course, you know, Lucian's a teenager now. And so he's growing his own musical taste. And so we're learning about that. And, you know, a few of the things that come on, I'm like, oh, I don't like the screaming. I, I can't can't deal with the screaming. So he's pretty good about changing it. But it's interesting that you describe that. I'm picturing that because I'm old enough to be able to know what that was like, too. Even though I'm younger than you, I'm still old enough to to remember what it's like to have an AM radio or an FM radio or, you know, just a radio and a record player and that sort of thing. But now I'm looking at my life now with kids and we have a HomePod. And so that HomePod is kind of that same thing. It's like our, it's like that AM radio, but you can talk to it. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell it to play things. And it's not a radio in that you're not hearing commercials and, you know, morning talk unless we listen to a podcast or unless we listen to like, you know, the NPR news or the weather report, but it is, it's kind of like the radio because we can hear all of that stuff, but you can, you can command it with your voice. So it's kind of interesting that, that, that things, as much as things change, they still stay the same in that regard, that that's part of the morning ritual is like, you know, listening to music, trying to, you know, get the juices flowing and stuff like that. So I just I just thought that was really cool to think about how those two things compare from the past to the present. Well, it's funny you mentioned pretty- Boston because I did forget the Boston concert. In oh, 19, was May 1977. So that was toward the end of my junior year. Boston was coming and I loved Boston. Yeah. And my best friend, her boyfriend was a DJ. At one of uh-huh. at a very small radio station. I mean, he's still a student, also, but he was also a part time DJ at a small radio station, and his best friend was my boyfriend. So they uh-huh. were able to get tickets to see Boston. Nice. And what blew my mind is my mother had no problem with me driving in a car with a boy going across <laughs> the river to a uh-huh. concert but would not let me go four miles away with 10 girls to a concert because her Mm, attitude was, well, the boy will protect you. It's like, I'm with 10 girls. What (laughs) is going to- But the 10 girls that will get you into trouble. (laughs) What is going to happen? There's 10 of us. I'm like, and you know, I didn't- plenty. But I'm just thinking, you're letting me go in a car (laughs) across the river. It was a great show. It was a great show. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I, that's why I wanted you to kind of regale me with some of the stories because I mean, there's, there's a bit of an age difference between us. So I haven't seen, you know, I've listened to all these, these, I mean, you and I talk about music all the time and we have very similar musical tastes and I love all of these bands. I've just never seen them live. And there's times when, you know, I grew up in the days of like MTV and VH1. Oh, I loved MTV. Yeah, so I've seen music videos, yeah. but that's all I really got it exposure to because I didn't same. see. I know I didn't see video footage of live shows. It's, it's only, and I don't know why that is. Like I, I don't know if it's because it's not my the priorities same. have been no. different, but but why is it that now, now I'm as as an adult, as a, as a forty something, I'm now starting to see video footage of shows of live shows. That I've only ever seen the midi, the video, the music video for, or heard the song for, and I'm like, oh, that's what they looked like. 
that's what that's how they they carry themselves. Those are the oh that person I know their name, but oh that person plays that instrument, and oh that's what that looked like. You know what I mean? No, like you're right, exactly. The video, the music video is nothing like the actual live performance. But even watching the video, but it's it's just been missing. I haven't seen the live performance yeah, videos watching, until now. Like, you know how much I like love 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 my all time favorite is Tom Petty, and mm-hmm. I've gone on. I have Access TV, which is like basically a music video music channel it's not mtv but it's they they have the big interview with dan rather which i've watched every episode where they interview different artists you know and i even watch mm-hmm. the ones where i don't like the artist but i still find them very interesting to hear about mm-hmm. their work ethic and their history and how they got into the business and so forth but mm-hmm. i've taped um concerts from tom petty and i think one was elo and one was um bad company mm-hmm. and it's just not the same. Like watching, oh, them, no, I just sit be. there like a lump on like, uh, but when you're watching yeah. them live, when you're, whether you're in a when you're there, 2000 yeah. seat hall or a 50,000 seat arena, you're like, you know, you're dancing up and down and you're, you know, but, and you're singing along right. and like, this is great. But when you're watching on TV, you're like, yeah, okay. Even if you yeah. love the song, it's, yeah. Uh, this is oh, yeah. This yeah, it's okay. nothing like being it's there. It's not the same. And I've only I've only been to, I mean, compared to you, I've only been to a handful of live concerts. I have been to live concerts. Like I've seen Aerosmith, for example. That's that's one big one that I could yeah. say. And I've seen some small ones. And then, you know, I'm the type of person who I mean, I used to love to go back in the day before marriage and kids. I used to love to go to like really like, you know, holes in the wall kind of like bars, you know, and listen to live blues bands. I love like motorcycle music, all that kind of stuff. I, I just love live bands. I just love to see them play. I mean, I've, I've, you know, been places where, you know, you're so close that you could, you know, be standing up there dancing and sometimes they come up to you with the microphone and like sing next to you and they want you to like sing the next verse, you know? I'd be like, no, <laughs> you have no, to really you, know the song. Like, no, you really don't want me to do that. <laughs> oh no, I have, I've, I've belted it out a few times and, and had a really good time. Of course I was probably, you know, inebriated yeah. at the time and Jenny Kruger effect <laughs> it took place. But uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I just, I love, love, love live music, live shows and concerts. I just haven't been to it enough of them. So like, it's just, I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm experiencing this weird thing. Like when you are, I'm looking at you and you're telling me that you got to go see Boston live. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, oh my God, I can't imagine what that must've been like. Because I mean, I just, I just love the music and thinking like what kind of, so I guess my question would be like, I know that the Kiss, for example, has a lot of pyrotechnics yeah. and a lot of, you know, fireworks mm-hmm. and things like that. What was a Boston live show like? What kinds of lighting I did, don't did they remember. use? Okay. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to make up a story. Oh, I don't remember. Like, I don't. I don't remember. Mm. You know, a lot. I've been to so many that I don't remember other than I, for some of them, I can say, I remember it being a good show or remember it being a lousy show, but I can't mm-hmm. tell you specifically, was okay. it because they only played an hour or was it because his voice was off or... Mm-hmm. Was it this or was it that? Like a few years ago, well, we, we saw Janet Jackson a few years ago. Oh, and okay. It was just okay. I think she was lip syncing. Oh, okay. and uh-huh. and I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. If, when you go to a con, when you're at performing, you don't lip sync. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I you remember back in the back in the day with the whole Millie Vanilli yeah. lip syncing yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. That was a that was a big to do. Yeah. But I know that some of them, some of the concert 
uh, performers will actually state whether or not there's going to be lip syncing so that I guess you can kind of measure your expectations because sometimes, I don't know, like Katy Perry or Janet Jackson, ones where there's a lot of dancing involved, I think that maybe singing live is a little bit too difficult because there's so much theatrics going on that the show is about the show and the theatrics and not so much about the vocal quality, which, you know, you can argue whether or not, you know, you like that sort of thing. Where I'm fine with, I've been to concerts both with a Janet Jackson who's dancing. And I mean, she's a fabulous dancer. She is, Mm -hmm. you know, I give her every bit of credit. She really is a fabulous dancer. Yes, she's amazing. I've also been to shows where you don't have much of a backdrop. You don't have fireworks going off and crazy lights. You just have Mm -hmm. the band up there and they play their instruments and they sing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, I was like Melissa Etheridge. And that's I good enough Melissa for me. Etheridge. That is fine with me because that's what I'm paying for. I want them to mm-hmm. go up there. I don't need them to spend half an hour talking. Like Ario Speedwagon, yeah. Kevin Cronin, okay. he doesn't shut up. <laughs> he gets up there. Okay. I've seen them a couple of times. And in yeah. fact, I'm going to see him again. What this, does he have to say? This summer. But, they, telling, but telling stories and just uh, going on and on and on. It's like, Play the songs. He thinks he's like warming up the crowd. Yeah, you know, play the songs maybe. already. You yeah. know, and it puts on a really good show. Because is gonna... it because they're like warming up the instruments or getting no, no in, like throughout the show? It's throughout the show. Oh, it's like okay, they stop and they talk. You know, and it's different because when I saw Cher, she talked mm. a lot too, but it just seemed more appropriate because she would tell a story, like okay, you know, interesting, an experience she had in Las Vegas or. An experience, like she talked about her personal life, and she just was so self-deprecating. And maybe that's why everybody loves her, you know. And she would, you know, do the costume changes, and she would talk about when she was married to Sonny, and they did this, or how this song came about, or and it just mm-hmm. seemed to be more uh, what, personal. Yeah, like it just seemed to make more sense having that type of conversation than just okay. some of these other people who just like talk and talk and talk and talk. But then mm-hmm. you have the other spectrum, like Rod Stewart. The last time we saw Rod Stewart, the show was over. He just walked off the stage. Like, I'm, wait- I'm just sit- I'm just standing yeah. there waiting, and the lights come back yeah. on. I'm like, okay, I guess it's over. Didn't didn't uh, say feels thank like there's you. No closure. Yeah, he didn't say thanks so much for coming out and like you know, too sterile. Like let's get it. Let's like, can just you do at this least, thing. Yeah, can you at least when you're done just say too mechanical? You know, hey, you know, thanks for coming out. See you next time. You know, something. Mm-hmm. Say say thank you because these people who are sitting here, the you know thirty thousand people in this audience, paid good money to see you. Mm-hmm. Say thank right. you. I mean that's one of the things I loved about Tom Petty is after mm-hmm. his song he'd be going, oh thank you so much. Oh you people are just wonderful. Thank you so much oh, for that yeah. for that applause. Huh. It's just like yes, you want to be appreciative of your audience yeah. because your audience paid good money to buy a mm-hmm. ticket. You don't know how far they drove. Maybe some came from out of town and had to get a hotel. Mm-hmm. So people paid good money a babysitter. to see you. The le- <laughs> you're a babysitter. And the mm-hmm. least you can do is say thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question. And I, this, my, this is going to sound kind of controversial. At least it, it has been in the past. How do you feel about, and maybe your opinions have changed. I don't know if mine have. I'm still formulating an opinion. How do you feel about cell phones? smartphones and pictures and you know people taking videos at live shows i do it i i like to do it too but I how do, do you it. feel about what it what if there was a show that said absolutely not you have to put your phone in you know you have to turn it in 
You're not allowed I to have, have your phone. I have been to those shows. I refuse to turn my phone in. And what happens? I kept it in my pocket. I think my uh, husband left his in the in the glove compartment of the car, and I was not comfortable with that. Yeah, because uh-uh, you, you just uh-uh. don't know. But I right. just said I don't have one, and that okay. was it. And I kept it in my pocket. I think right. it was, so. You just wasn't yeah, because Janet, if you would have taken it out, then they would have like been, confiscated or it might have been. I'm trying to think. I wonder if it was Janet Jackson. I can't remember now. I don't want to say, swear to it. And I think what I ended up doing is like taking it out and kind of like on the slide, but not during the show, yeah. like waiting for the right. show and like, you know, checking Facebook or email or right. baseball scores or something like that. And then when the show started, right. I put it in my pocket. Like, I will be respectful of the rule. They don't yeah, want you exactly. taking a picture. I won't take a picture. I guess that's I guess that's how I feel about it. I, I guess I figure there it could go in in two different directions, not exclusively two different directions. But one direction is you know, this person really worked hard on their image and they want control over their, um, uh, their, their, their image, how they, how they come across to to fans, that sort of thing. In other words, maybe they don't want people's crappy, you know, cell phone videos being, you know, just barfed all over YouTube because that's not a good experience. That's not how they, they want to be in control of their image, meaning they don't want everybody seeing and hearing awful audio because they work so hard to get the audio and the visual just right. You know, all of the the dance moves and all of the sounding and all of the lights and all of that kind of stuff. And so I can I can kind of understand that from that aspect. And and also, you know, from the aspect of, you know, the value that they they want you to value their time and effort by enjoying the show and not checking Facebook and not, you know, texting with your friends and stuff like that. Like you're there to see a show. Just like you said, like, you know, you could say thank you. Like as a patron, as someone attending the show, you could you could be thankful, you could be grateful and show your gratitude by not, you know, staring at your phone instead of watching the show or distracting other people from trying to have a good time. Because, you know, the the backlit of the phone lights up and causes a distraction. And, you know, you know, say you're like three rows back and it's like standing room only and everybody's got their phones up and you can't see because well, that's well, the you one can look thing through, I'm very look through the viewfinder of the phone. I have know, look done at the, that. I've looked through other people's phones and I've been yeah, very cognizant about holding my right. phone up so that it's in front of my it's face, not somebody's face and not, in, uh-huh. not over my head so that the people behind me are right. looking through my phone. And I did, actually, I think it was the share concert guy behind me yelled at me because and I deserved mm-hmm. it. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking and I didn't turn the brightness down. Right, you got down. excited. Yeah. I turned. I didn't yeah. turn the brightness down. So the, the uh-huh, brightness uh-huh. was like in his face. Blinding. Right, and, right. you know, I was like, yeah, you're right. I deserve to be yelled at for that. So I learned from that and I make sure that I turn the brightness all the way mm-hmm. down so it doesn't bother mm-hmm. other people. And I don't right. put my phone in a position where it will be in someone else's face. You know, right. so there I try be to like be respectful of the people etiquette. around me. But then there's people who have like iPad minis or iPads or, you know, like there's just like you you would think the people would think, but just like you illustrated, there's times when, you know, I'm guilty of it too. You get excited and you're, you're passionate, you're, you're in the moment and you just don't think, you know? And so that is a good reason to, you know, ban cell phones. I guess the problem that I've always had with the whole, like here, you have to turn in your phone if you want to gain entry is because. I have kids, you know, now my kids are old enough that they don't need a babysitter. But if I was going, I I just knew that back in the day when my kids were littler, I just didn't go to concerts because I always thought, well, if it's especially if it's going to be a concert where they make you turn in your phone. And I always think, well, if if I'm here 
enjoying a concert, then that means that I've had to get a babysitter. And if there's a problem or if my kids need me, I want them to be able to text me, even if it's on the download. Now, now Apple watches make that a lot easier. I mean, even though you could put them in theater mode, at least you can, you know, get a notification on your watch and do it more discreetly. But I, I am conscientious of that. I would want to be able to check my phone discreetly. So I would have done the same thing that you did if I had gone to a concert where they said no phones, absolutely not. You have to turn them in. I would, and when they asked me, I would be like, yeah, I don't have one. And I just would have kept it in my in my pocket. I would have probably worn a jacket or something where I could kind of like sneak a peek, you know, in case the kids were texting me or something like that. That's my that was my big my big thing is I just wanted to be able to still have access to my communication, my apron strings, if you will, my like digital umbilical cord, if you will, to be able to communicate with my kids if they needed me. And I, and I would excuse myself if, if one of them was texting me or calling me, I would go, you know, hide out in a bathroom or something like that. I would be conscientious about that sort of thing. So on one hand, I can understand a cell phone ban. It makes sense for those reasons. But then there's another, another avenue and another experience that I have had. I did go to a um, a Led Zeppelin tribute band, but it was all women and oh. it was fantastic. It was amazing. The drummer, I mean, they were all incredibly talented, but the drummer especially was just, I mean, a female, you know, Bonzo basically. It was just, it was just mind blowing. It was a really, really great show. And I think one of the things that made me so happy and made me enjoy it so, so much is because they encouraged cell phones because they were, you know, trying to promote their show. They were trying to get their, their image out there. So it wasn't necessarily a a matter of trying to control an image, but they wanted promotion. Yeah. And it was almost as if like you could celebrate and enjoy the show with your cell phone. And I don't know what it was, but I don't remember, you know, so many people had their phones out, but I don't remember anybody getting upset about it because everybody was doing it. So it wasn't like you were the only bozo there with your phone in somebody's face. Like everybody had their phones out. And everybody was kind of recording and the the band members liked it. And they would actually come up to the stage. If you turned around like you were going to take a selfie, they'd come up and like, you know, she'd be playing the guitar and like, you know, come up to you and like, and, uh, you know, and yeah. get in the picture and like yeah. take a selfie yeah. with you. And I was like, oh, that yeah, is so much fun. That. I've been to concerts where the, the the lead singer of the band would grab someone's cell phone in the front row and then turn oh, around, wow. would turn uh -huh. around yeah, and yeah. then take the picture so that he was you know, he was in yeah. the picture with, right. you know, 20,000 people behind him. Yeah. So he knew he was in on it so that that person yeah. was like, oh, my God, you know, Kevin Cronin took my right. took my phone. Look, you know, here yeah. he is taking my phone. So they're in on it. That's and like a the lot modern of, day of the girl that got pulled up on the Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> except that was, you know, that that was planned. But yeah, yeah. yeah we learned that later. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So I think only special. one time. It makes most, most, most bands don't care. I think it's the comedians. Mm -hmm. They're the ones mm. who really don't mm. want the cell phones there. But only yeah. one time, I and I, I, I think, I know it wasn't more than once, and I think it was only one time at a concert where we weren't supposed to have phones. Mm -hmm. It could be like a maybe a copyright thing. They don't want to get ripped off. Well, that's or what it is with the comedians. Or, you know, the comedians yeah, will say, yeah. and a lot of times in their advertisement, it'll say, or, or if you, you know look at Ticketmaster, it'll say, cell phones will not be allowed at this mm -hmm. show. So you know right. that before you buy your ticket because you have a problem with it, don't buy a ticket. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I just, I think that there are good and bad things when it comes to having your own personal technology at a show. 
So that's that's why I, that's where I wanted to go with that because it's been a while. I remember when it first started happening, there was a lot of controversy. You know, there was and, and a lot of shaming going on. You know, and I think that maybe that has maybe that has subsided a little bit because now kind of people know what's expected of them and people know how to act and they understand the reasons why there shouldn't be cell phones out. You know, maybe it's okay to keep it in your pocket, but don't be, you know, having it out blazing and taking pictures and. And then in, in, other, in other cases, you know, knowing when it's encouraged and how that can be beneficial and how that can be fun. And actually, it's it's a it's a really good way to make memories when when you're at a show and you get that selfie or you get that special picture. Oh, and, I have an entire yeah. album dedicated yeah. to my my different concerts. <laughs> and I have like, the, uh-huh. you know, Kiss, such and such a day, Little River Band, such and such a day. Yeah. And I just have like, you know, right. and then I have all the concert stubs, which unfortunately you don't get tickets anymore everything yeah, is on your phone so yeah. i take screenshots of it and i said that's my so ticket. we were talking about that last time and that's what prompted us to have this episode because you know bringing it back to the the geeky aspect of it we were talking about how the technology has changed in how you get your tickets and how you attend shows so we talked about like the actual experience of being there and what kind of technology you can use and why it could be good and why it could be bad but now talk about what has changed from the time you started going to attending shows and getting tickets. Like you talked about, you know, using the rotary phone to yeah. dial up and win and win records. And then you probably, I imagine, did the same thing with Ticketmaster and obtaining the tickets and things like that. So you've gone from getting paper tickets to now what, a QR code on your phone? Okay, here. Now I know you people can't see this. Listeners All right, can't she's see showing, this. But she's I'm, showing me a this ticket is stub. Ticketron. Not even Ticketmaster. Ticketron. This is Ticketron. Oh, this great. is the first. Gosh, was this the first concert my husband and I went to? I can't even remember because it was such a long time ago. But you better get it, that laminated. <laughs> I think this was the first. Oh, I know what this was. This was the first concert. This first time I saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh. This Sunday, uh-huh. July 26, 1981. Oh. Yep. I have some tickets like that. They're probably really faded. There's my stub. I was Uh in section 18, row two, seat number 18, no, seat number four, and $8. Oh, my God. And I remember at this particular show, we bought the tickets at the box Mm. box office, and they didn't have two next to each other. So we were Mm. sitting behind each, like front, like, I, I think I was sitting in front of him, and he was behind me, something like that. And the guy next to me was smoking pot like crazy. Oh no! And I couldn't breathe. And you know, that was another question: How me, many me being have you me, got the contact? Yeah, Aya? really. Me being me, I just said, uh, "Do you mind?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I can't breathe over here." And he stopped. Yeah. And then he looked, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, is that your man behind you?" I'm like, "Yeah, we couldn't get these together." And he was nice. Of he got up and he moved. Oh so that wow! We could sit together. Nice. I'm like, oh, thank you. So. Yeah, because donors are cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the first time Funny. I saw Tom Petty. And the, another Tom Petty story. <laughs> we took our kids to concerts. Well, how many times have you seen? Tom I think Petty? I saw him six times. Okay, which is not enough. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Um, we took the kid. We took the kids to a lot of concerts. In fact, the first yeah. the first concert my youngest went to, he was almost seven. It was the Beach Boys and the Four Tops. And he oh, liked nice. the Four Tops. He was seven, yeah. you know, he was six, almost seven years old, and I had bought him a cassette of the Four Tops Greatest Hits, and he liked Aww. it. I said, "Come on!" Uh-huh. So I, my, I think my oldest, I don't know, he didn't want to go or something, and Tom was working, so I took the other two, and we just had on the lawn. 
and we went uh-huh. to that concert. So we took them. We yeah, took, that's something I haven't done with my kids yet. Oh yeah, we took we them to see the double together. the double bill of Journey and Peter Frampton. Oh, and then a few nice. days later, I took him to see Tom Petty. So a few years later, my oldest is working, my husband was working, and it was just me and the other two. And I said, Shane, you want to go see Tom Petty up at Smack at Smack uh, tonight? Uh-huh. We'll sit on the lawn. He goes, Yeah. So I say to Sam, You want to come with us? I said, Shane and I are going up to see Tom Petty. I had to get like the smelling salts after he what after what he said. He goes, "Well, why would I do that? I already saw him." <laughs> I'm just like, "Who are you? You are not You're my adopted. son. Yeah, you are definitely not my biological son. You no. <laughs> Who are you?" So, Jane and I went up. We brought the wrong home. We we say we brought the wrong kid home yeah, from really. the hospital. And, but he's never really been into concerts. He's been to a couple. But it's just not his thing. One of his friends used to work for a radio station, a pop radio station. So he was able to get free tickets. And he was just like, meh, meh. Uh, so that's, that was my not next question thing. is, out of the three kids, have any of them turned out to be a concert lover like you? The middle one. Or, or the middle one. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. He went to, yeah. he went to see you too. He went to, he goes to a lot of so the one out of three isn't bad. I go to after I, uh, when I went to see Paul McCartney in 2014, it oh. was it wasn't rescheduled it was when it was supposed to be but he had rescheduled a bunch of concerts because he had gotten sick oh, and our concert was the first concert back and i thought he's mm-hmm. either going to suck or he's mm-hmm. going to be <laughs> fabulous it was the best mm-hmm. concert i have ever been to even my husband wow. said thank you so for he dragging was well me. rested <laughs> yeah it was yeah. it was 3 hours of mm-hmm. just amazing so because oh, of that when shane was living in north carolina at the time the concert was sometime in October and he goes, wow, you loved it. Even dad loved it. And some of my friends, you know, who still lived up here loved it. So he ended up buying a ticket off a of StubHub and he drove mm-hmm. two hours to see him. Aww, he said it was great. Fantastic. He loved it. Nice. Yeah. So he's, he's Aww. my concert goer. I, I know my oldest Aww. has tickets this summer for Dave Matthews band. He's a big Dave Matthews fan. Oh, okay. no, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. I no, didn't I'm realize it. Not Dave Matthews. I was going to say, wait, Dave Matthews is still playing? Oh, yeah. Dave Matthews comes here every year. Oh, nice. For okay. two or three nights. Yeah. So does Fish. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great, uh, the new Grateful Have Dead. Uh, he's ever... going to see the Foo Fighters. Okay. Have you ever been to either or both a Pink Floyd concert or a Grateful Dead concert? And if I so, what was this? I don't like either. Nope. Uh, okay. Nope. What about, so now I'm going to ask you about ones that, that I would have loved to have seen personally. Uh, you said you that you saw Peter Frampton numerous times. He's amazing. Was it, was it the Peter Frampton comes alive? I saw that in 2012. That was the 35th anniversary of the album. And what was it like when he put the mouthpiece in? Oh my god, that. that's my favorite Remember. song. Do you feel like we do? I know, I know, my too. <laughs> you know, at the end, did we the crowd go nuts? Oh yeah. Yeah, that like, was. Did they see that it was coming, and then he did it, and then every, the whole place went wild. See that those are the kinds of moments that anticipation, like here comes, here comes, here comes. That's what I, I would love to be not part of. Two thousand twelve. It was two thousand ten. Because actually, my mm-hmm. my best friend's mother bought me the album for Christmas that year. Frampton comes alive. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I saw. We're gonna call this Elisa comes alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was. Yeah, I've seen him. I have no idea how many times. Oh, really? You've lost count? Wow. Yeah, I've seen okay. him. I've seen so he's him. a good concert. I've seen he's him as show. the opening act, and I've seen him as the headliner. And the last mm-hmm. time I saw him was 2019 
when he announced that he had some sort of debilitating nerve yeah. issue. Yeah, I was going to say. He yeah. was amazing. Mm. Just mm. amazing. It's he, sad when that happens. So he's is he retired now, I think? I think he's still putting out music. He's just not touring. But if he was touring, mm-hmm. I'd be there in a heartbeat. And unfortunately, my husband doesn't like him. So mm-hmm. I went with a friend and she was like, oh, my God, I get hey, to go to works. a concert. I'm like, that works. my husband calls himself the chauffeur. <laughs> because I will say my my husband does that too. My I, husband encourages it. Like he he's the designated driver. He just thinks it's he likes to see me go and have fun with my friends, which is really really great. Well, he's the kind that if I said to him, you know something, I'm done. I'm never going to a concert again. He would say, okay. It doesn't. He doesn't care. He enjoys them, mm-hmm. but he doesn't mm-hmm. care. So yeah. if you came here, or if I came out there, my husband would totally take us. Like. He'd be like, go, go have fun. So well, <laughs> he no, Todd to comes with me. With he comes later. with me, but he's like, you know, he's the chauffeur. And then he mm-hmm. ends up liking, like, I've already bought tickets. I have tickets for Weird Al, mm-hmm. Doobie Brothers, which is postponed from 2020. Uh, I've got Rod Stewart, which is postponed from 2020. And then I bought via Groupon, which I hate lawn seats, but the Ticketmaster fees to sit inside mm. or the price mm-hmm. of a third ticket. It's, it's just outrageous. Whereas I, I paid $15 and $20 to sit on the lawn with the Groupon. Like the price difference was like, come on. Uh, it's um, Styx, Ario Speedwagon mm. and Loverboy. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Chicago with Brian Wilson. Uh, and you, you just saw Chicago recently, didn't you? Because I remember you so sharing I'm, that I with us. I saw them in July. Yeah. Chicago is oh, another well. one I've seen. I've been seeing Chicago since the 1980s. Uh-huh. Ron Stewart since the 1980s, Peter Frampton since the 1970s, the Beach Boys huh. since the 70s, Foreigner since the 70s. What about Kiss? What was the Kiss show like? Kiss is fun. Yeah. Lots, um, lots of fireworks, lots of pyrotechnics. The last time I took my oldest up. son, my, my husband won't have anything to do with it. But the, first, yeah. <laughs> the first time I told him Kiss and Aerosmith were coming to there, he goes, have a good time. Uh-huh. So I, my, my youngest wasn't interested. So I took my two oldest kids and they were like, my uh, mom is so cool. They're taking me to see Kiss. <laughs> so we saw Kiss back then. Aerosmith was, is good. I like 2003 or something like that. 2002. I forget exactly when. But we saw two years ago, I took my oldest to see Kiss. We were sitting in the front row balcony, but more to the right, not center. I could mm-hmm. feel the fire oh, wow. coming off the stage. And then mm-hmm. at one point, Paul Stanley pretty much zip lines from the front of the <gasps> stage to the back of the oh back of the theater. Wow. And there's uh-huh. a platform and he was singing from back there. And then he would zip wow. line back to the stage. Oh, my God. I mean, they're just fun. You know, they're what not about Van favorite. Halen? No, I'm not a Van Halen fan. And if I was, I oh. would be more with the um, David Lee Roth. I don't like Sandy yeah, Hager. Yeah. yeah, me too. All right. Don't hate us. Don't set us hate mail. But we're both <laughs> Hagar fans. No, I don't like Hagar. Oh, you don't like Hagar? I would oh, rather. I, mean, I would rather do David, David Lee Roth. Roth. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, he's the he's the more charismatic. I looks best yeah. in the tight pants. Like I'm looking at my <laughs> tickets. I mean, I've seen Billy Joel ten times. Oh, that, I was going to ask you about that. Did you see Billy Joel and Elton John twice? Ah, wow. And was I've that, seen El- and show? I've seen Elton John four times. Wow, I, I've heard nothing but good things yeah. about those shows. Elton I've John. Heard those are really good. The shows. last we saw him was March of 2020. And it's just mm-hmm. an amazing show. And he's another one. Thank you so much. Thank you. And he mm-hmm. goes, you know, he gets out from piano and he walks and he, you know, shakes hands with the people in the front row. And, you know, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what I want to see. Like, appreciate the yeah. fact that these people are here to see 
you. Yeah. And have yeah. appreciated your music since 1970. Mm-hmm. What was the Rolling Stones like? Oh, oh, my second <laughs> favorite concert ever. I wish you could see the look on her face. <laughs> me and 45,000. Really? Yeah. Me and my 40, yeah? uh-huh. me and 45,000 of my closest friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. The first, the first time I saw them was when Shane bought me a ticket for Mother's Day. They were playing uh, about an hour from where he kid. lived. That's a good kid right there. <laughs> yeah. When he lived in North Carolina, they were playing in Raleigh. Mm. So he flew me down and oh, we, went, nice. we went to the show and it was outside. It was at a, um, a college football stadium uh-huh. and it was so hot and humid that night. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. It was so hot and humid. Yep. That's but North like, Carolina. I'm like, the Rolling Stones. You know, like it was definitely a bucket list. You know, the role. Yeah. And the second time I nice. saw them was at um, the Meadowlands. I forget what they call it now, um, where the where the New York Giants play football. It's not called the Meadowlands okay. anymore. Um, um, mm. It's um, MetLife Stadium. Is it Giants Stadium? MetLife oh, Stadium okay. in New Jersey. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a good show, too. But the one in North what Carolina. What about um, Bruce Springsteen? Did you see Queen? Yes. Really? What yes. was that like? I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was 1980. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that was a good show. Probably. <laughs> you was... didn't ever see a Zeppelin, did you? No. I mean, I, I've I seen the Jason seen... Bonham experience. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is um, Bonham's son. And they all do Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. It's like, they sound like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You sent me some video clip- yeah. clips of that. That yeah. sounds great. You like Led Zeppelin. You would have loved, yeah, you would have loved the, the tribute band that I went yeah. to see too. Yeah. They were really good. Um, I've, I've seen the Eagles. Have I've seen, seen the Eagles? Eagles. They were amazing. Yeah. I went to their Hell Freezes Over tour. Yeah. I saw them at, um, City Field on the, um, oh shoot. I can't remember the name of the tour now. They only did it. They did it in three places. They did City Field and they did a oh, Classic East. It was called Classic East. They did Classic East. They did Classic West, which was at Dodger Stadium. And then hmm. I believe they did one somewhere in Tennessee. And I don't know what they called that one. But that was hmm. it. It was the Eagles, Fleetwood Mac, Journey, Ooh, Fleetwood Fire, Mac, um, Steely Dan, and Fleet- the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac is one. Two-day show. Too. Fleetwood Mac I've seen a number of times. Mm. Now, how do you, you're, you're not a person that likes to sit still. So how do you handle being in concert seats? I'm okay. That, that's what drives me nuts. It's just having to sit there. No, and I'm okay. I actually, really I don't like dance. When, I don't around. like when people get up and dance because then we can't see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been to, I've been to shows where they have a specific section for people who want, who no, need to I've get up and move. Been to a show like that. I've seen the Ramones. Oh yeah. I've seen, you know, I, I go the gant, you know, I've seen Simon and Garfunkel. Do you have a spreadsheet? list of all of these things somewhere i wish i could remember i don't even have <laughs> i don't have half the tickets oh i really? wish i could wow. remember i in fact the other day i came across some old pictures from college because uh-huh. when i was in college my first two years of college i was on the school newspaper so i got yeah, a lot tell of me free, about that. You to free interview tickets. people i got to interview yeah. a lot of people shanana charlie daniels um the boomtown rats which is bob geldof uh-huh. sting uh-huh. wow the police and sting wow. rick derringer nice. Um, I can't even remember. There's just so many America, mm-hmm. Chic. There was a whole bunch of people. But because really of it, I down. either got press passes for to get in for free, or mm-hmm. the st- or I the budget would pay for me to I would buy the ticket and then I would get reimbursed. 
because I would bring uh-huh. my friend who was the photographer and then I would write a review uh-huh. the, and then he would take pictures. So I happened right, to go through right. some old pictures the other day and I found a picture of Molly Hatchett. I'm like, oh, I went to see Molly Hatchett. Huh. <laughs> Okay. Um, you don't even you don't even smoke I, weed or you know, drink I've and you can't remember. So you know, we saw Angel. Uh we just oh. seen so many that I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Cheap trick. The first time I saw Cheap uh, Trick, uh-huh. I had no idea who yeah. they were. Oh, that's funny. No idea who they were, oh. but I went with someone I knew at the radio station yeah. goes, Oh my god, you're going to see Cheap Trick. Oh my god. Oh my he was like beside himself. He loved Cheap <laughs> Trick. And I went to the huh. show and I've been a huge fan ever since and I've seen them. I think hmm. Billy Joel, Cheap Trick, and Journey are the concerts I've seen most. They're all into double digits. Really? Yeah. As many. And what about Peter Frampton? Peter Frampton, I've seen. Double digits? Possibly. Hmm. Possibly. Wow. We should go through your, your tickets and, and make a spreadsheet. <laughs> I saw this concert, this date. Yeah, this summer I saw Squeeze twice in a week and a half. I love Squeeze. <laughs> Got my mm. brother turned on to him, on to Squeeze. So then we went to see them. Um, this is quite the hobby. Yeah. <laughs> We've traveled a little bit. It's hard with my husband's mm. schedule, you know, yeah. to be able to go places. But I yeah. did convince him to see a few that I think he would have probably filed for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The hair bands. The Hollywood, <laughs> the Hollywood vampires. Hollywood oh, vampires. Yeah? He almost had a stroke yeah. with that one because oh, I loved them. They were so good. And then I see, even afterwards, I still convinced him to see Alice Cooper. And oh, that that would be because fun. it was two days before my birthday, and he goes only because it's your birthday. Yeah, he's is Alice me, He is giving me the hairy eyeball. You're like right. I can't believe you're making me sit through this. Oh my god! And then he falls asleep. Who falls asleep during an Alice Cooper show? My husband. You should have pointed him out so that Alice Cooper could come over and wake anywhere. him up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a good show. I mean, even my ears were ringing for that one. Yeah. Um, oh my god. He's he's. Do lady. you wear ear protection? No. <laughs> that that's why your husband's going deaf. It's, you, it's you not this. as bad as it used to be. I mean, I remember when I was in college and I'd go to these concerts and my I would wake up the next morning and my ears were still ringing. It's rare that my ears ring anymore. After the Hollywood vampires, they did because that was really loud. Oh yeah. But I remember going. What kind of music is Hollywood Vampires? It is Joe Perry from Aerosmith, Johnny Depp, oh, and Alice Cooper. Really? Oh, okay, okay. You did tell me about them. And uh-huh. yeah, just look them up on on Apple Music. Yep. Loved really loud, them. huh? Love them, and they're loud. Yes, and I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I would go again. The louder, the better. I huh? would go again in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Well, when Tom gets into my car, his eyeballs yeah. bug out of his head because I always have the music <laughs> on really loud. And I get into his car. I'm like, is it? And I'll, I'll bust his chops. He has it really, really low. I'll go, is the music on? I can't hear anything. Is the music on? <laughs> it's amazing you can even hear. Oh, my God. Well, when we went to see the Kinks, it was with the, with the guy who was the photographer. We were on the speaker. Oh, wow. To see the Kinks back in 79 mm-hmm. or 80. That was another, that was a good mm. show. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, we've we've seen a lot. My I think that my biggest regret is not being able to see David Bowie. Oh, I yeah, love Bowie, and there was just never yeah. an opportunity to see him. Yeah, did he just not come around? No, he wasn't really one that toured a lot. Yeah, and when yeah. he did, it wasn't around here. And I would have loved huh. to have seen ELO. They never came oh, around okay. here. Mm. 
Have you seen any that were like more of an orchestra than like, say, you know, instruments on a stage? Or have Uh, you been to symphonies or is that not not your speed? I did a couple (laughs) when the kids were young, like Sunday afternoon orchestra kind of Mm -hmm. things, you know, to take them there for an hour. But no, I did take Shane to see Chick Corea and Bella Fleck. Hmm, Okay. Uh, because he was a a jazz musician, my husband, my you know Shane was a jazz musician in high school, so I took him to see a jazz show. So you haven't had to travel very far to go see. There's these a shows. good number of venues around here. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like like it's kind of access. Because I mean, I just I don't. I was thinking about it. Like you've been to so many shows, and I'm thinking, why haven't I been to that many shows? Because <laughs> I love music just as much. But I really I think it's just a matter of access and price it, by the time i was of age where i could go and drive or you know go hang out with friends to do it the prices that you know started oh, the to prices really are ridiculous but like i said it's Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. which is why we ended up buying the groupons to sit on the lawn mm-hmm. 20 dollars for one of the shows 15 for the other so i spent 40 dollars for the two of us and 30 dollars mm-hmm. for the two of us versus it yeah. would have been 160 plus parking yeah now food. they charge parking so yeah. that's 10 dollars to mm-hmm. park and like right. I said, we hate sitting on the lawn, especially if it's raining. Been there, done mm-hmm. that. Elton John sat on the lawn, raining under a tree with an umbrella, sitting in metal chairs, just saying, oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, right. Sitting ducks. Yeah, I am the target. And it's cold and you want to be more inside. Yeah. But yeah. I just couldn't justify the price. I saw Robert Plant and The Who I think on, on the Plant, lawn. And that, and that was good. Robert Plant's coming up here this summer with Alison Krauss. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. That sounds good. Huh. Did you ever see The Who perform live? No. The Who was up here back in, I can't remember now if it was the late 60s or early 70s. And they had like 50,000 people. It was ridiculous. Wow. Oh, okay. It was crazy. Thanks. Then they started huh. putting limits on. They like Now they've limited to 25,000. Uh-huh. Because I couldn't get into a Bruce Springsteen concert one time because they sold out. Wow. Now, have you have you been to a lot of shows at Madison Square Garden? Is that I've like a hot spot? I've been one. I saw Billy okay. Joel at Madison ah. Square Garden, and a few weeks ago, I saw the New York Rangers hockey at Madison ah. Square Garden. So that's all I've seen okay. there. Now, what is the, so tell me about what is the experience like been lately now, you know, that we're in the pandemic version of concert going. Mad- you have to well, show your Square vaccination Garden, status. For the hockey, we had to show, because it's New York City, we had to show our, we had to show proof of vaccine, or you had to show negative COVID test. And okay. even afterwards, when you went somewhere to eat, we had to show proof of vaccine, which I'm like, I'm all for this. This is great. Right, right. Uh, we so did you use your Apple wallet and show your phone or did you take your card? I or took did you my show actual pictures? card because I had to bring my husband's card. So I figured, okay. well, if I have to bring, if I have to dig into my pocketbook to get his, I might as well, you know, mm-hmm. bring mine. Um, so we did that. Um, but you could have used the phone if you wanted to. Yeah, I do have the Excelsior. That was an option. Pass. Yeah, I have the Excelsior pass for New York State, so my card is on there. That's what my cousin. Yeah, used, I remember we, we met, talked about that. We in met my episode. cousin, like I said, he lives in Long Island, so he came in, took the train in to Madison Square Garden, met us, and he had everything on his phone. When I went to concerts over the summer last year, we did not have to show any proof. Ah, interesting. But has it always been a masked venue? Is everybody wearing masks, or is it optional? At the garden, you did not have to this past couple weeks ago when I went. What we mm-hmm. did is we kept our mask on until we got to our seats. Then we took it off. And then at one point, my husband and cousin had to use the restroom. They put their mask back on to go to the restroom. And then when they came back, 
Then okay. as we were walking through New York City, because our train wasn't for another four hours, we just started, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous day. I mean, it was like in the 50s. It was just, you couldn't ask for better weather in January. We were walking around. I kept my mask off. But then mm-hmm. as the streets started to get a little more congested, I put the mask yeah. back on. Yeah, and that's the train, pretty much what I do. I, yeah, the train I wear, required a mask. Yeah, because I'm an asthmatic, I I try not to wear it outside, like when I don't have to. Yeah. But then if I'm going to be anywhere near people, then yeah, the mask comes on. I don't care how many people are nearby. <laughs> All yeah. it takes is one. Yeah, the train is like, you know, taking an airplane. You have to have your mask. We had to have it yep. on in the train station. We had to have it on on the train. When I fly, I have to have it on in the airport, on the plane. You know, it's fine. Hmm. So are you comfortable going to concerts mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Okay. You feel relatively safe and there's yeah, I'm triple vaxxed. enough of a enough of a distance around you. Yeah. I'm triple vaxxed and I figure if I start to feel uncomfortable, I've got the mask. Mm-hmm. I can put it on. Yep. Okay. So I'm good. Sounds good. Yeah. Any advice for today's concert goers? Whether it's getting tickets or getting in there? Well, in my experience, I have found that a lot of times when there's a concert you really want to see, it'll have a pre-sale. The concerts, usually the tickets go on sale Friday. And they'll say on Wednesday or Thursday, if you're a city card credit card holder, or if you are a member of that band's fan club, or, you know, you have the local radio station code, you can buy your tickets ahead of time. And I have found that it's not necessarily better to do that. Sometimes you're better waiting, better off waiting because there have been times that I have done tickets with the presale. They don't give you everything. They only give you certain tickets. There's only oh, certain, they don't, so there might be better seats. It's not like if it's a 20,000 seat venue that all 20,000 seats are available. They only give mm-hmm. you certain seats as availability to purchase. I okay. find sometimes because there's been times that I've done that and then I'll look the next day when it goes on sale to the general public and I'm like, wait a minute, I could have gotten that seat better. Mm-hmm. There's certain locations I know I like to sit. That was my next question. Where do you like to sit? During I like concerts? to sit in a balcony. I oh, like, okay. okay. I prefer the balcony center. Okay. I don't like sitting on the floor. We sat on the floor for Styx Journey and Aereo Speedwagon at mm-hmm. one venue. Couldn't see anything. And did you miss out on? You missed I can't out see on a anything. Mm-hmm. Plus, the guy next to me was threatening to puke because he was oh, just—he no. <laughs> was just so out of it. I'm just like, yikes! Or he was like, yeah. he was like, not next to me. He was in front of me and over one. And I spent yeah. more time looking at him. Right? Yeah. What's he gonna do? So that Ooh, I would yikes. know to lift my feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I prefer sitting upstairs. Yeah. Is it a lot more expensive to get balcony? It's seats actually cheaper. Really? Yes. Yeah, Why? It's cheaper to sit upstairs. Because you're oh. further away. Is, is that considered nosebleed section? Like what what's what do they mean by nosebleed section? Nosebleed is where we sat for Paul McCartney. The okay. only way we could have gotten higher is if we sat on the lighting platform. We were huh. at the wow. top. The wall was our back. Oh wow. So the good thing okay. about yeah, that yeah, is we I've, could I've, I've been the there good thing before. about that okay. is we could stand up mm-hmm. and doesn't matter because we're not in anybody's right. way. Yeah, yeah. The bad Nobody's thing is you. the wall, the cement wall yeah. is your back. Yeah. So it's yeah. not quite very comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Huh. And you're really far away. <laughs> but it's perfect though, because I like there's a certain this I I know the section number and it's where I grab it. Every time I go to concerts there, I look mm-hmm. for that section almost toward the back because it's dead center. And plus mm-hmm. you have the the um 
oh, what they call those things. The um, it's it's on the tip of my tongue. The um, the teleprompter. No, the... it, it's it's something like that. It's the things that hang down from the ceiling where you can see that. Are they speakers? No, it's it hangs down from the ceiling and, and it like plays the video of what's going on on stage. Um, yeah, yeah, I, not teleprompter, but yeah, I can't the telemonitor. Think of the, or yeah, I can't think of the word right now. They play them at the hockey yeah, games, I know what you, and, you know, the sporting events. Right. So you can yeah. see that if you can't see. And a lot of times we bring binoculars with us. So oh, we look through okay. the binoculars so we can get a better That's view. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah, because I remember when I went to see the Eagles, we were we were quite far away. And we had to watch a lot of it on the Megatron. Is that what it is? Something like that. I can't. Yeah. But we had to watch it on the TV. And I remember thinking yeah. that from what I could see, there was a, it, it, was, it, it was irritating because there was a slight delay. There was just enough of a delay that... What I could see was that was going on on stage was a little bit delayed on the on the monitor then on the side. So I think we were able to move closer for some reason. But I just remember just being happy there because it was the Eagles. <laughs> I yeah. didn't really care what I, where I was at the time. I was just happy to be there. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. Well, thank you for regaling me with all of those stories. <laughs> this has been a good conversation. It's, it's riveting. It's exciting. I, I, I can just uh, try to picture what it must have been like to, to see some of those live performances oh it's Hmm. awesome because i look at the pictures i have the t-shirts i find t-shirt guy afterwards where i get them for ten dollars you know nice they kind of fell (laughs) off the truck i guess but like Uh exactly yeah but it's just like little things like when i when i uh you know by my she was my best friend in high school but we're still friends on facebook say remember the time Uh we went to see foreigner and you knocked me off the chair you know, is that that was that the foreigner story you were going to tell? Yeah, we we went up we went up there and I can't remember who the opening act was. We went with two other people, two friends, and they wanted mm-hmm. to see the opening act and we wanted to see foreigner. So what we did is they had inside seats, we had lawn seats. So we sat on the lawn for the opening act. Then in between, they came out, we traded tickets. Can't okay. do that anymore because now you have to show your phone. Oh, but we traded tickets and they huh. sat on the lawn and we went inside. And these were metal fold-down chairs. And yeah. for whatever stupid reason, we stood on the chair. Dumb kids. Because <laughs> that's what we were. We were mm-hmm. stupid. And she got all excited, and she swung her arms out horizontally. And yeah, that, she that would have been me. knocked me backward. I would have totally knocked you over. Had there not been someone <laughs> behind me, we would not be having this conversation right now. And I ended oh up God. dropping into the arms of a cute guy. <laughs> oh, like, that was oh, not your husband. Yes, yeah. I hadn't even because that would have been an awesome I story. I wouldn't have even met him. I hadn't even met him at the time. And I'm just like, right. oh, thank you. But I was mortified. <laughs> like, if yeah. I wanted to meet the guy, that's not how I wanted to do it. Right. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. But like, that's my memory of the foreigner concert. How she almost killed me. <laughs> I almost died at a foreigner concert yeah. and all I got with this was this bootleg t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. it, it, I don't know. There's just nothing like the live music. And I still mm-hmm. get excited when I when I see on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, you know, so and so is coming. I'm like I immediately text my husband, Oh my God, yeah. so that is coming too. Uh-huh. And, he, and he just like he goes, Okay. I roll. Yeah. <laughs> I just get all I get back is okay. <laughs> Or, or, or have you ever been to a live show that was recorded and then later were able to get the music of that recording that you know of? Maybe, maybe not. Not 
Not that like, I is there remember. is there some show somewhere where we can hear Elisa screaming? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I do know that okay. when Jackson Brown went on his album Running on Empty, he wrote one of the songs up at Saratoga Performing Arts Center, mm-hmm. which is where I go. He wrote a song up there. We should we should make a playlist. You should make a playlist of all the different. I can't drive sixty five by Sammy Hagar. Nice. He wrote that by. Well, he wrote that because we have a highway called the Northway, and it mm-hmm. goes nor, goes all the way up to Canada. Mm-hmm. And he was playing in the area, and he was flying up the Northway and got pulled over by the police. And he told the police, he goes, "I can't drive sixty five. <laughs> Hence the song. You can, you just don't want to. I think Journey has written songs up here. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Billy Joel's from Billy Joel is from Long Island. Island, yeah. Yeah, he's he's mm. Long Island. Hmm. There's a song about Allentown. I, I have family from I, Allentown. I had, I had yep. family in Allentown yep. too. I used to go to Allentown regularly. So yep. that's one that's that's one of our alarm ringtones is the whistle. Yep. <laughs> good song you have a tom petty ringtone yes i do mary jane's last dance is my ringtone mm-hmm. um see i'm just looking steve miller band Ooh, great show. Now my husband has seen them seen them a couple of times um heart have you ever seen heart yes i have seen heart um yeah i've seen them How twice was that show? Eh, i'm not really a big fan yeah. okay but i've seen them tw- two, or, two or three times they were with the rock hall of fame in 2016 i believe it was it was heart Cheap Trick and Joan Jett and the Black Part, because they had oh. all been inducted in the Hall of Fame at the same time, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. So the three of them went yeah. on tour together. So I saw them twice. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, um, I love Joan. That Joan Jett's coming. I've got I've got to buy tickets. Joan Jett's going to be here. She's postponed like five times oh. because of COVID. Yeah, and every yeah. time it's like I got to buy tickets. Got to buy tickets. So now the show I believe is at the end of April. So I want to oh, get cool. tickets for that because even even Tom likes Joan Jett. She puts on a good <laughs> show. Aerosmith Kiss, that was 2003. Rod Stewart, 2017. I like Melissa Etheridge's set. She puts out like a really big rug and it's kind of like cozy and it almost feels like you're in a, in a living room. Mm. That's a nice show. Yeah, look at Shanana, Classic East. Simon and Garfunkel. That's Do you have any toad. tickets for a show where someone passed away and the show was canceled and no. you were going to go see it? No. Okay. Not No, not that I can remember. No. Nothing like that. I've got, you know, ca- canceled due to sickness. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time, second You would have been too young to see Elvis though, right? He died when I was in high school. The second time we saw Billy Joel and Elton John, it was canceled twice. Once Billy Joel got sick, then Elton John got sick. And then it was months before we finally got rescheduled and we could see it. What about anybody new that you would go see? Like, would you go see Adele? Nope. No? <laughs> not, a, not a singer person. More of a rock show kind I of I would performs. see The Killers. I like The Killers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like The Killers. I think he yeah. like something with a good rhythm, sounds like. I think with Brandon Flowers, I think that's his name. He's got an amazing What about voice. Prince? Did you ever see Prince? No. He's okay. Yeah. If I had I've the opportunity. I've heard some pretty salacious stories about his shows. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to say now that he's not here. I'd like to think that if he did come to the area, I would probably want to see him. But I don't know if I'd go out of my way. I'm mm-hmm. still, I look at it like this. 
the people that I see now, they're in their 70s and older, which is hard for me to understand because I'm still 15. So right. it, 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 when I see how old they're, I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, how is this possible? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm that yeah. age, too. Uh-huh. They're going to, I mean, not to be yeah. morbid, but they're going to die soon. They're going to right. die or right. they're going to, they're not going to be able to tour because they're physically not going to be able to or their voices are going to give out. So I need yeah. to do this now because I'd say 10 years from now. Except for the Rolling Stones. They'll just be well, here forever. At least Keith Richards will be. Right. You know, he'll, he'll be here forever. <laughs> yeah. Like I saw some memes that he was Betty White's babysitter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say even but, Betty White. Can but 10 <laughs> years from now, I may not be going to concerts anymore. I don't like the mm-hmm. current batch of music. It's mm-hmm. just not my thing. I'm a 70s mm-hmm. classic rock girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so makes sense you know i'm always saying to my you're just gonna live it up <laughs> i'm always saying to my <laughs> husband i said when they put me in the nursing home they're gonna kick me out because i'm going to be the one that you know when i, I see the trouble I, we're watching the news at night and they'll put commercials on for the nursing homes and you see them playing yeah. shuffleboard or just yeah. doing their exercises and we look at each other i'm just like yeah no that is <laughs> not going to be me i'm going to be the one going hey everybody cheap trick's going to be up here let's I'm, you know I'm grab re- those knitting I'm needles. Let's the go. bus. Come on, let's go. And the nurses are going to be, oh my God, we've got. You could put your mascara on on the bus. Yeah. They're going to be calling my kids going, you've got to take your parents somewhere Come get else. get your mother. <laughs> your mother is a pain. <laughs> she won't lower the music. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you'll be in a nursing home and nobody else will be able to hear it anyway. Yeah, that's probably true. That's why, that's why you'll have your music so loud. <laughs> yeah, I always have it going. Always. If I'm sitting in front of the computer and I'm doing whatever it is I'm uh-huh. doing, then all of a sudden I could feel my husband standing over my shoulder. I've turned off iTunes. I'm like, I just look at him like, what? <laughs> He's been summoned. <laughs> what do you need? I need help on my computer. And it's usually something dumb, like it. it's not online anymore. And I click the <laughs> Wi-Fi button and I click, you know, connect. Hey, at least yours asks really nice. Mine is just like I, I, I detect all of the swearing and heavy, heavy sighing and breathing. And then I know he needs help. <laughs> oh, breaking news. I just I just got word that the show that I was thinking about going to has been postponed. Oh, <sighs> Well, that stinks. I guess it's a sign. Especially when you're looking forward to a night out. Yeah. Well, I was like looking forward to it, but anxious about it at the same time because I haven't done it in so long and I'm out of practice. And I don't even know if I can still apply the mascara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm poking my eye out. Uh, oh, well. At least it's yeah. been postponed. It's not canceled. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I think we should wrap it up, my dear. Okay. Been a really great conversation. I I love hearing about all this stuff. It's really great. We could probably just keep talking and talking. And I talking know. About I'd have it, to but... take down my bulletin board and pull down all my concert tickets or open up my photos. Well, and check hey, my there's concert stubs and for the show notes for the artwork. Why don't you snap a picture of the bulletin board and I can make an, an image out of that? Okay. That'd be cool. I can do that. There we go. Elisa comes alive. <laughs> and that's only like some. There's just not enough. Yeah, right, right. For all of them. On we'll, this side we'll are the, the ones that are like big pieces of paper. Oh, they, oh, because those are the ones with the QR well, it, codes and it, things it like that. It kind of evolved. If you went to the box yeah. office, you got the long rectangular 
you know, like, yeah. like this is what you got. Ticket stub. Or if you uh-huh. ordered it online or if you ordered it, you know, back then you would have to call them and order it. This is what they sent right. you in the mail. Uh-huh. Then it evolved yep. to if you ordered online, you printed out your ticket and it would print out on a full eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Uh, and then mm-hmm. it would have the name of the venue and your seats and all this stuff and then a barcode and they would scan the barcode. Now mm. you have to have your phone with you. And it tells you that right mm. in, when you're buying the Interesting. stock, you have they to will have only, You have wow, to have it's the ticket only master, smartphone now, huh? the ticket master, or depending, it could be a live nation, but you could, you have to have one of those apps and then you order. In fact, one time, this was it mm. this summer? I think it was this summer. And, yeah, well, it could have been last summer because there was no concerts last summer. No bracelet, no wristlet or anything like that. It's only on the phone. It's only on the phone, but yeah. I had it on my watch. Because Ticketmaster, uh-huh. what, what, the way you said it, it's kind of like your boarding pass. You can yeah, set yeah, it up, yeah. the, your boarding pass, it will alert you on your watch. Hey, when you're in the airport, it knows and it pops up the boarding pass on your, on your screen. Well, mm-hmm. I had that with Ticketmaster on my watch. So when they, they have a little handheld machine that they scan the tickets. So it's kind of like wearing a bracelet. So then. I would That's just, cool. I, would, you know, I held up my, yeah. my watch and she scanned and then I swiped over for Tom's yeah. ticket and, I, and she's going, oh my God, how did you do that? That is so cool. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's just, you know, my Ticketmaster app. It's on my watch. It makes life so much easier. I have to dig out my watch. You know, I have to dig out my my phone as I'm bringing in my chair. So it makes life easier. Oh, yeah. Ain't no thing for you. <laughs> Follow me for more tips. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you should say. Now I have to go downstairs and listen to some music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got to go get the lead out. Okay, I can do that. I have some Led Zeppelin on, on, on my computer. Sounds good. I'll, I'll go play it on my HomePod. Then we okay. can both be listening. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Well, it's been great. It's been fun. Hmm. Where can people get a hold of us if they want to know if you've been to a particular show? <laughs> well, if you <laughs> want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Elisa Paselli one. And for you, they would just follow you at the MacMommy.com to find out everywhere that you are. And if they want to reach both of us on Twitter, it would be at the Geekiest Show, and Melissa and I will both receive your tweet. Now, what about if they Please want tweet to email us. What if they want to email us? Can they do that? Is that still a thing? What is it? Is it podcast at geekyshowever.com? I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send and us some- you can just go to the website, geekyshowever.com, and there's a contact form yeah. there. And if you want to email us, you can send us an audio comment if you'd like. Love to hear from you. Any favorite concerts you've been to? I would love to know. I think Melissa would too. There might have been a listener that's been at the same concert that you have been to. They might have crossed paths with you. Oh, yeah? Wouldn't that be interesting? That would be funny. That would be really neat. Hey, I remember you from this. I remember. I was the guy who caught you off the chair. Okay. (laughs) Thank you again. (laughs) That would be fun. You know what else I'd really love? I'd really love it if if somebody would go in and review us on iTunes. I don't think we've had a review in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. They're they're all old in there. Somebody should go dust off. And it's not even iTunes. I said iTunes. Oh my God, look at me like I'm dating myself. In Apple Podcasts, go leave us a review there. Yeah, thank you. We'd love That'd that. be fun to get. We would love feedback. Yeah. Any kind of feedback. Yeah, but be constructive, please. Yeah. <laughs> So we want to thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again in a few weeks and please stay safe. Hello, 
everybody, this is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast, the show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them, and of course, just what makes them tick. That, plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in Apple. What more could you possibly want? Check us out on the My Mac Podcasting Network. 